Hey there, friends. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Marketing Your Practice podcast. How are you going today? How are things in your part of the world here in Melbourne? It's getting wintry and cold, and we're still riding the shenanigans of the ups and downs of COVID, of little flare-ups and the uncertainty of knowing what's going on next. But we soldier on anyway. We keep serving our patients, and we have fun, and... That being said, here in Australia, things have been way less stressful than they have in many parts of the world. Hey, I'm going to start off this episode with another product review. How did you enjoy the last one? Can I ask a favor? If this content and these kind of things are helpful for you, let me know. Either on my socials, then let me know that you like the product reviews, or alternatively, say the product reviews suck. They're boring. I want something different or review these products. Um, If something's helpful, let me know. And if it's not, let me know too. Sometimes I feel like I'm having a conversation with myself here. And for those of you that do reach out, because I do get emails each and every week from you saying how helpful the content has been, that it's been a game changer for you. I got a great message from somebody recently who, four years in practice, and his practice is just flying. And he said that he puts it down almost single-handedly to following the information that he's learned inside the Marketing Your Practice podcast. When I get messages like that, it makes me smile very deep inside my heart. A couple episodes ago, I gave a product review. I talked about little microphones, the Rode Wireless Go. Did anyone buy one? If you have, you should be excited because they're ace. I'm going to bring it back even simpler this time. I'm going to talk about tripods. Shaky videos suck. They make our viewers nauseous. They look unprofessional. Now, you can grab your phone And if you're going to do some kind of selfie-style video through here, it probably works for um, a minute or so. Um, But anything kind of longer than a minute, your arm gets shaky and it, um, it just doesn't look great. So you need to have something to kind of hold your phone. And someone's invented a tripod. So there's two types of tripods that I really like. These little guys here, they have just little foam bendy legs. Um, they're tripods for our mobile devices, so it would work with an iPhone or any kind of Android type sort of device there as well. You can find them on Google or Google. Of course, you can find them on Google, but you can find them on eBay or Amazon was where I tend to get them from. They've been a little bit more expensive the last couple of times I've been there, like they're now $2.50. Um, in the early days, they're about a dollar, and I would buy 10 or 12 of them um, because they break. And more than that, I lose them. Or third, I give them to people all the time as well. So I have these in the car. I have them in my desk. I kind of have them sitting everywhere because sometimes I think about shooting a video and I want to just kind of whack it here in the tripod and and off I go there too. So the tripod gives you the freedom to be able to move around. So particularly if you're sharing a video where you want to actually teach something, maybe you want to write on a blackboard, maybe you're um, wanting to show an exercise. That's really hard to do when you're going selfie style with it in, in your hand there too. Now, the one downside about these little guys here too is, as I mentioned before, they're pretty flimsy and uh, they do sometimes topple over. That can be annoying when you're in the middle of a really fantastic shoot and it just kind of falls over. That sucks. Um, or they break. So the next kind of level up from there, or a couple of levels up, these here, this is called a Joby Gorillapod. This would be, this is, I use this also for my Sony camera. So that's the one that I'm kind of shooting from now. It's a beautiful camera. It's like a DSLR, DSLR camera. Um, you probably wouldn't need one this substantial just for your iPhone, but they do have a smaller version of these. These are a hundred bucks, okay? They're neat in that 
the legs and stuff bend nicely and it's got a little ball head on top that lets it kind of get to any angle. Um, these are really fabulous, sturdy, terrific kind of um, tripods. Do you know what? Tripods, are, unless you're a professional photographer and you need really sturdy, fancy um, tripods, you can probably get something that's pretty basic and maybe you don't even need to know or need to know. I need to go with these kind of Joby, J-O-B-Y, Gorilla Pods as well. But if you are looking for something like that, they're fantastic. But any tripod is will add to the professional feel of your videos. In fact, sometimes there have been many videos where I've just kind of stacked up um, books and then kind of positioned my phone that way. I, I've done all different kinds of you know homemade tripods. But I want you to think about you know, getting some kind of external stability device that might kind of help you uh, give you some freedom to your videos also. Now, now that that's done, in today's episode, I want to talk to you through some tactics that will really help you with your videos. Now, this came out of a coaching call that I had last week um, where I was chatting with a great chiropractor and we're talking about what's the biggest barrier between you getting stuff done. Like, you know, he gets started, he gets some momentum on it, and then it kind of falls away. He's confident making videos, okay seeing himself on video, comes up with ideas for his videos, gets going for a month or so, and then loses momentum. And the first questions I like to ask is, because sometimes what stops us is that we don't like ourselves on camera and all those kind of things. We'll, we'll leave that for another time. This was a really easy fix. He was going about making his videos in a really, really tough way. He would think of an idea, he would get his videos out, his lights out, he would shoot the video, a bit of an outline of it beforehand. He would then shoot the video, he would then edit the video, he would then share the video through his distribution system there too. Now, each and every week he was under the pressure to come up with a new idea again when it came around to video making day. I think it was a Wednesday, his video making day, the pressure would build up, his mind would go into some kind of craze of what am I going to do, what am I going to make my video about. When we put ourselves under pressure, it's always really difficult to come up with ideas. I, I bet most of you, if you haven't started making videos, you're not just like if you haven't planned what you're going to have for dinner that night, it gets to kind of six or seven o'clock and then you look in the fridge and then you have no idea, even though it's full of food and the cupboard's full of food, you have no idea what you're going to make. When we plan in advance and we know, listen, Monday night we're going to have tacos, Tuesday night I'm going to do a roast, Wednesday's a bolognese. When we plan in advance, it takes a whole bunch of stress off our mind. It's called decision fatigue is, is one way to kind of think about it there too. We should be doing the same things um, with the videos. In fact, a really solid video marketing outreach where you're creating one piece of content each and every week should take you no more, and this is 90 days worth, should take you no more than um, a day and a half, a month, maybe two and a half, sorry, two days tops. I'll show you why. You should set half aside a day for you to commit to what your focus is for the next 90 days. So remember a couple of episodes ago, and I don't know what the numbers will be, I talked about the right way to begin your marketing. Instead of your marketing being about trying to get your name out there, remember we talked about what your marketing is really about is identifying a group of people in your community who have a problem that you want to solve. So we identify this group here. We decide that what it is is that I want to help people with headaches. That's my focus over this next 90 days there too. And so 
the goal then of the content that we're creating is little pieces of information that will help that person get one step closer to the health outcome they're looking for. In this situation, these are people who have headaches and they want to get rid of their headaches. So they want to get rid of their headaches. And so we could talk to them about posture. We could talk to them about sleeping, desk setups, hydration, supplements, pillows, standing desks, all those kind of things there too. And we would plan all that out. And don't do this by yourself. Do this with your team. You'll be amazed. Even if you're a solo practitioner or just you know one front desk person, um, sit down with them, engage them in it. And maybe if you're a solo practitioner doing this all by yourself, maybe you want to get a buddy of yours, um, get together and do this. You might have different topics, but you could also do the same topic, you know, provided the practice wasn't next door. But they're in another part of town. You could absolutely do this together. So the first half of your day is brainstorming, thinking about what your topics are. And here's what I want you to think about when you're doing this, okay? I want you to think about your topic. And it might be this. Let's stick with the headache thing, okay? And you're going to say, listen, I'm going to talk to people about a standing workstation and in particular how to set it up, okay? So that's what we're going to be talking about. So I want you to then think about what's a catchy title for a video. When we think about catchy titles for a video, the simplest way to go about it too is to think about adding elements of curiosity. So instead of having a video that's simply titled um, how to set up your standing desk, it could be could a standing desk help to ease your headaches? You know, just framing it as a question brings out a level of curiosity that's likely to have somebody hit play much more than just, you know, the right way to set up your desk there too. Then what I want you to do in this afternoon is a brief description. What are we going to do? Okay, I'm going to show people the mobile standing desks. I'm going to show them how to step set them up. I'm going to talk about computer height, arm height, those kind of things there too. I'm going to show them to uh, proper stuff to have on the ground, whether they need some kind of shock absorbent mat. I'm going to go through a couple of different options for things like that too. Where am I going to shoot this? Well, obviously, you need to think about shooting this at somewhere where there's a standing desk. Do you have one at your practice that you can do it? Do you need to go into a shop to do it? So start to think about what's my description. And what props do I need? Do I need props? And this, you absolutely need a prop. It wouldn't make sense for you to be shooting a video about a standing desk if you didn't have a standing desk to show people there, okay? When we want to kind of have these props to engage people there too. Now, I want you to go and do that with each of your videos. So if we're doing a 90-day plan, that's 12 weeks. We want 12 videos. We've come up with our 12 video ideas. And uh, we come up with a title for our video. And then a description. So that's our first half day. And you know what? To be honest, that probably wouldn't take you half a day. I give this homework to my coaching clients all the time. And they knock this out in about 90 minutes. Once you start to get the flow on writing, go, this would be a great idea to show them too. You know, because after the standing desk one there too, maybe you want to show people, hey, listen, if you don't have access to a standing desk, here's how you can set up your normal desk there in a way that's less likely to stress your neck. And then you could go through, we talked about hydration, all those kind of things there too. And if you're... Um, getting stuck for ideas of how to come up with your videos. I want you to look back through, and I'll have it in the show notes here too. I want you to back look through my back catalog. Somewhere early on, I go through a process I call the before to after process. It's a fantastic framework for coming up with video ideas. Okay, so afternoon one or that first half day is coming up with your video ideas. You've decided who you're going to commit to solving a problem for for the next 90 days. You've come up with 12 video ideas, headlines, description, props needed. Okay. That then helps you go into your next half day. You're going to shoot all 12 of those videos at once. Now let's going to say, I'm going to give you, 
I'm going to be a bit easy on you here. I'm going to say that you're going to shoot six in the first half day and then six in the next. So instead of this taking a day and a half, it's going to take you two days. Okay. So to begin with, shooting videos can be tricky. But here's what happens. When you get into the rhythm of shooting videos, of putting all that together there too, there's a flow to it. It's a bit like when we're looking after our patients there too. If we can get in a flow with it rather than going one patient and then no one and then one patient and then no one. When you've set your videos up back to back, it means the camera's up, your lighting sorted, your microphone's organized. So there's no setup time, there's no breakdown time. You'll find you'll get into a flow that'll really help you move through it. So you've got two half days to shoot your videos. Then on your final half day, what you're gonna do is you're gonna edit them all. So you get them all edited, the same kind of thing there. Editing's not complicated, but when you're not doing it all that often, um, you, you, you kind of forget what the hotkeys and how do I do that? How do I trim that? How do I add music in? How do I add that text in? How do I get all my documents all together there too? But if you import all 12 of those videos, they're all there on your desktop and you drag and drop them into your, uh, your video editing software, then you'll find you'll be able to edit those really quickly. And if you set aside half a day, you could absolutely knock off editing 12 videos. Because remember, these videos are anywhere between 60 seconds and five minutes. They're short videos, so it's not complicated. And there you have it. Okay, it's done. That's 12 videos done. They're already organized. They're there in a folder. When the Monday of the week comes around and you want to start to release them, it's simple. Okay, off you go from there. Now, this takes all the stress. I want you to imagine what would it feel like right now if you knew your next 12 weeks of social media marketing videos were done. And if you want to get really fancy, after the video is done, you should train your staff to do all the next steps, which is post it up onto YouTube, put it onto your website, email it to your patients, put it on Facebook, put it on Instagram, boost it out to your community. That is something that probably, unless you're a solo practitioner, you should have somebody else doing that. An uncle, an auntie, a nephew, a niece, a staff person, there'd be somebody that'd love to do that for you. And they'll probably do it at a heck of a lot cheaper rate than what your hourly rate is also. So, Here's the summary of what we're talking about. In essence, stop shooting your videos. Stop doing your marketing one week at a time. It's exhausting. It means that you're multitasking or switch tasking. We don't get that creative side of our brain all up and going. In essence, you can have a really solid 90-day marketing plan all set up and all it takes you is four half-day lots. You could break that up or you could get it done over one weekend and that's it. You don't have to think about it again after that. In this episode too, we've also talked about how great tripods are as well. I showed you my two little simple ones, these cheap little foamy $1 jobs or this uh, Joby Gorilla Pod through here as well. It's closer to 100 bucks. It's much more substantial, particularly if you're shooting off a big fancy camera. Gang, that's it from me. I keep on knocking this microphone lots. I don't know whether it's coming across on the podcast. I don't think it will because it's got this fancy shock absorber on it. That's enough of me talking. I love you guys lots. I appreciate everything that you do. Keep saving lives. See you back here again real soon. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come and check out the Community Influencer Program. It's my monthly coaching program where we take all this material and I'll work one-on-one -on -one with you to apply, implement, systematize, and help guide you and your practice to the next level. Now, you can join me on over at adiomedia.com forward slash join. That's adiomedia.com forward slash join. I'd love to see you in there.